the Youth Sports Safety Update. I'm your host, Jim Mackey, with the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program. Today, we're encouraging our middle school parents, coaches, and students to be prepared for baseball season by discussing some important safety information. Joining the conversation today is one of our uh, Duval County Public School athletic trainers, uh, Mr. Matt Neeson of Wolfson High School. So welcome, Matt, to our discussion today. We'd like for you to tell us a little bit about your role and responsibility as an athletic trainer at the high school level and what steps the middle schools can take to make sure their sports programs are safe. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, so my role at the, as the athletic trainer for Wilson High School is primarily to educate our students on uh, prevention and rehab from uh, sports injuries. A few things uh, middle school athletic directors and coaches can do is um, prepare as best as possible for uh, their sports seasons uh, by creating emergency action plans, um, talking with coaches, athletes, and parents before the season to set proper expectations uh, for the season to come. All right. Well, one of the first things we'd like to talk about is just proper warm-up to help prevent uh, these injuries that do occur in baseball. So what are some of your recommendations uh, for a good warm-up? So what we use for our baseball teams is a combination of both uh, static and dynamic stretches as part of the warm-up. What's really important is to give yourself plenty of time uh, to do these warm-ups. Examples of some static warm-ups are simple stretches across, bring your shoulders across uh, your body, holding, uh, or stretching, touch your toes. Uh, Dynamically, you want to get motion involved. So doing big arm circles uh, for baseball, uh, uh, jogging, taking steps and lunges uh, to gain movement in the lower legs to stretch the lower body uh, are a couple examples of what we Baseball, we're always faced with the problem of, I don't know if it's a problem, but uh, multiple sports going on at the same time or basically kids playing for travel teams, uh, playing for club sports and trying to uh, go through their, their regular season as well. So what uh, what's your experience with that? What recommendations would you have for the athletes that are uh, going through uh, basically two teams at the same time? Yes, a lot of athletes like to play on those multiple teams to to gain more exposure, which is uh, can be beneficial for them uh, for baseball, but it can also quickly uh, spiral into an overuse injury. So managing pitch counts, managing uh, time on the field and off the field uh, can help reduce some of that risk, but also taking an off-season either away from sports altogether or uh, into a different sport that changes the stress in the body uh, can not only make them a better athlete, but hopefully uh, avoid injury. Exactly. And we can't emphasize enough uh, proper rest, proper time for recovery um, between games, between pitching episodes and that, because to go from a pitcher to a catcher, you're probably going to be throwing twice the amount as a catcher uh, than you are as a pitcher, but uh, maybe with different velocity as well. So let's talk about a couple of practicals, abrasions uh, and those nasty scrapes people get. So what would you uh, advise about preventing um infections from those abrasions. So with those cuts, the best thing we can do is to cover them as soon as possible after cleaning with soap and water. Uh, In a pinch, you can rinse out with a water bottle, wipe clean uh, the cut, and then cover with a dressing or bandage to just hold in place. And we really uh, want people to not have a lot of these wounds uh, scab up because when they scab up and they get open, ripped open again, they just rip up that new tissue. So if you can keep that dressing soft and uh, keep the keep the wound soft and just apply the dressing for protection, uh, that's very helpful too. 
So give us some tips for injury prevention. Uh, you mentioned uh, following the pitch counts, which are very good. Uh, what uh, what are some things with this? Yeah, so like I said before, pitch counts are very important. Uh, making sure that we have proper rest between pitching episodes. Uh, they have pitch counts for a reason, so if you're at a certain age, you may think you can uh, pitch more than that pitch count. It's really important to stick to those rules. Uh, but also incorporate uh, things like elastic bands and specific uh, strengthening exercises. Uh, if that's a pitcher, it's uh, certain things to strengthen the shoulder, to strengthen the arm, but also strengthen the, the core muscles of the body uh, to help control uh, while you're uh, going through sports activities. And even uh, with players in the field, uh, strengthen those quads and those hamstrings uh, so that running the bases isn't quite the strain that uh, it can be. Correct. And when you think about the strengthening exercises, there's a program called the Thrower's 10. That uh, is a series of 10 exercises that uh, people can do to, to strengthen their shoulder. And I had a physician tell me uh, a long time ago, too many athletes focus on what we call the mirror muscles, the muscles that they could see right in front of them, where with throwers, it's the posterior muscles. It's the, uh, the rotator cuff, the rhomboids, the, the scapula, the um, trapezius, all those muscles in the back, in the neck, and that, that, that help to support the, uh, that are part of the throwing motion. And people need to work on their core uh, greatly, too, because they get a lot of the power uh, through their hips. And uh, obviously, that needs a lot of uh, time spent stretching there as well. Elastic bands, I think, are, are, are obviously a very good thing. Just be very safe that they're in good condition um, so that they're uh, uh, a fun very functional elastic band, too. So uh, it's a team. It's a team sport. It's, uh, it takes a team with coaches, parents, athletes working together uh, to encourage open and honest communication. So what, what things do you uh, tend to uh, see with that? The Big, biggest thing to promote uh, safe sports would be that open communication. Uh, to try to promote that culture, uh, you could do things like uh, remove debris from the field. Uh, even just last night, uh, we had to uh, take some stakes that were left behind after tarping the field, making sure uh, things like that are removed from the field of play uh, prior to either practicing or playing in the game. Uh, proper lighting is also really important. A lot of kids want to go out and throw, uh, play catch. I think that's uh, no big deal, but if the lighting's not proper, you lose a ball uh, up in the darkness, all of a sudden it catches in the head. Now we've got an open wound or abrasion. It, it takes more than just that uh, cleaning and covering that we talked about before. Uh, but always use the proper protective equipment. Uh, that means don't get into the batting cage without a helmet on. Um, maybe just a soft pitch or uh, something uh, inconspicuous, but uh, having that head head protection on is is very important. Exactly, and uh, staying alert to your surroundings, uh, knowing what's going on. Uh, again, early on, I learned uh, don't walk behind people throwing the ball all the time, especially close to them, because that stray ball might might hit you in the head, hit you in the eye, hit you in the mouth, and uh, it'd be another big mess. So. Uh, preparing the athletes is, is very important. Um, what educational tips do you, do you give to them specifically? Uh, again, we may be a little redundant here, but uh, what, what do you do to help create that open dialogue between the parents, the athlete, and the coaches? Because everybody has an opinion based upon their experience and, and what they did. But obviously, things have changed over time. We've got to be open to that. So what do you try and um, uh, keep them better informed with? Well, I think the most important thing to remember is uh, the athletes that are going through this sports season, <clears throat> they may be familiar with uh, 
with the sport they're playing, but they might not be familiar with the injuries they can or cannot sustain uh, while playing. Uh, and sometimes it's uh, their athletes' first time getting hurt playing the sport. So they're not sure how to communicate that to a parent, a coach, or even an athletic trainer. Um, so simple things like uh, bringing in parents uh, for parent meetings prior to the season, uh, having a uh, open dialogue after practices to say, hey, how did Johnny do? How did Susie do during practice? Um, and things that might have happened. Or, you know, talking to that athletic trainer and introducing them to the kids, uh, incorporating them through practices can help make these athletes more comfortable talking to these adults about uh, what's going on, what's hurt, how they got hurt, things like that. Yes, it's very important that they uh, be open and honest, report injuries early so they don't become uh, more chronic problems or more difficult problems uh, in the future. Talk talk a little bit about a plan for conditioning your arm. We know that uh, baseball, Major League Baseball, is having to delay their start, which they fear there might be more injuries uh, because of that. But at what point do you begin a good conditioning program and what would you like to offer about that? Yeah, so it's really important that the baseball season may start, say, a 1st of April, 1st of May, but uh, athletes should really start getting uh, prepared for that season uh, four, five, sometimes six weeks ahead of time with a throwing program just to condition their arms. Uh, baseball is a, a sport that has a lot of overhead motion, a lot of use of the shoulder uh, at every position, whether it be a pitcher, catcher, or middle or outfield. Uh, and all those throws are, are very different uh, from each other. So uh, simply just running out one uh, Monday or Tuesday afternoon after school to start throwing from the outfield after not throwing for months at the time is not uh, a good recipe for a fun day at the baseball park. So starting five to six weeks ahead of time, slowly building up your distance, slowly building up the number of throws you do. Uh, and as the uh, time goes, also the intensity builds as well uh, before just coming out and trying to throw 80, 90, 90 miles an hour. All right. Well, thank you, Matt. We will put some of these tips uh, and the slide presentation uh, in our show notes for you to uh, go back and and refresh uh, your thoughts there. But Matt, thank you very much for helping to keep our athletes safe uh, on the field. Thank you today, everyone, for joining us on the Youth Support Safety Update produced by the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program or JSMP. We are dedicated to youth sports safety through awareness, advocacy, and prevention. Please subscribe to our podcast and check out our website at jaxsmp.com for more information. Thank you, and please stay safe.